Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to nine, and 26-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, a devotional written specifically for homeschool moms, and The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life. Now, if you read The Unhurried Homeschooler and you enjoyed it, I think you'll really love The Four-Hour School Day as well because it's like an expanded version of that. So I'd encourage you to check that out if you have not. Um, Actually, I encourage you to check out all three books if you have not. You can find them at Amazon. You can find them at my website, Dorenda Wilson. And you can find the four-hour school day um, at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the places that I just mentioned. Now, many of you know that I write and have been writing for Homeschooling Today magazine for quite a while, several years now. Um, And one of the reasons that I write for them is because I'm such a firm believer in their mission and the content, uh, the quality of content in each and every issue. So I would love for you to just listen in to hear a little bit more about homeschooling today. When it comes to homeschooling, isn't it discouraging to see so much on social media that simply doesn't match your reality? Life is messy. Kids can be exhausting. School doesn't always go as planned. Sometimes we all need some real encouragement, some real, truly practical help. That's one of the reasons I write for Homeschooling Today magazine. The entire team at Homeschooling Today wants you to know that messy, exhausting, imperfect homeschooling is an incredibly beautiful thing because it's real life as we take an unhurried, bold approach to homeschooling our kids. An approach that says, I won't compare my homeschool to others. I'll teach the kids God has given me in the way that he leads me to do it. I want to encourage you to check out Homeschooling Today magazine. It is an amazing resource for the unhurried homeschooling mom. Recently on the podcast, I have been sharing more simple, unhurried approaches to subjects like language arts and science because I want moms to know that homeschooling really is doable. It doesn't have to, nor should it, look like traditional public school. We all know that each of our families is unique, but I think sometimes we forget that we have the freedom to navigate homeschooling in a way that actually works for our kids and for us. Writing essays and research papers can feel like a daunting task for homeschooling kids and for their parents. But today, I am really excited to have a very special and highly qualified guest who is going to share a simple, unhurried approach to writing essays and research papers. Many of you might be familiar with uh, Fun Schooling with Sarah Brown. Uh, Fun Schooling is just a great, uh, effective way at helping kids learn, and it's really easy for moms. It uses kids' natural talents and passions to ignite a love for learning. And I would encourage you to check out Fun Schooling um, on social media. And uh, and I think, I think they also have a website. But our guest today, Dennis Janice, is actually Sarah's dad. So Dennis has been married to Georgia for 52 years. They have five beautiful daughters, 29 grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren, Dennis holds um, an Associated Applied Science degree in Aircraft Maintenance and Management, a Bachelor of Science in Biblical Studies, 
Master of Arts in Theology, a Master of Theologies <laughs> in Apologetics and Theology, a Doctorate of Ministry, and working toward a PhD to be completed this month. So you might say that at 72, he is a lifelong learner within his field of interest. And because of this, he learned how to survive the writing requirements using some simple guidelines, many of which are not found in formal guides for students. For the last 20 years, Dennis has worked as an academic missionary teaching in South Korea, South Sudan, Peru, Nicaragua, Ukraine, and India. Most of his teaching is within the Calvary Chapel Bible Colleges in Europe, and his longest was in Ukraine. That was seven years um, up until last year. He was also a professor at the Lviv Theological Seminary. Dennis taught in both the graduate and undergraduate courses, so biblical studies, apologetics, hermeneutics, hermeneutics, sorry, homiletics, theology, and new religious movements. And last, but certainly not least, he served in the Air Force for 30 years, both active and reserve, and retired in 1998. Dennis, welcome. We're so thankful that you're here today. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be on your program and uh, looking forward to our discussion. Yes, uh, it's been a long career, 72 years, yes. but I feel like I'm 27, not 72. <laughs> yes, you have a lot of energy. And, you know, I, I, we had what you all don't know in the audience is that we literally had to pare down um, his bio here because there was too much to list. But this is what happens when you live a long and full life, right? That's right. <laughs> so that was a good bit of background on you, but I'm, I'm going to give you the chance to add anything to it that you would like to. Well, that, that pretty well covers it. You know, one of the things that my wife and I, Georgia, love to do is go on short-term mission trips, uh, academic uh, trips, uh, teaching at the different locations. And we're just getting ready in another month to go to Peru for three weeks to do an academic stint there while I'll be teaching apologetics. So wow. we're, we're always on the run. Mm. And one of the benefits that I have as being retired Air Force, we get to fly free most of the time around the world. So wow. with the exception of COVID the last couple of years that they curtailed that. So, But we're back up and running again. So That's awesome. We're, we're looking forward to continuing our travels through the world. Oh, that is fantastic. So I, I want to ask you, what made you decide to write a, a simple book on how to write research papers and essays? Well, in my own life, it, it was a struggle, number one, because I'm dyslexic. Mm. And so when I was in grammar school, they just passed me on through, you know, without learning phonics and the, the, the mechanics of writing and mm -hmm. spelling and everything. So uh, I learned to survive by uh, developing these simple rules uh, of writing. And one of the things I noticed that there's a lot of kids coming out of homeschool uh, as well as outside of homeschool, when they get to the college level, they're not prepared to write a essay or an acceptable research paper. So that what I kind of decided to, to, to write an outline uh, on how to do it uh, simply. Mm. And uh, it's something I teach the students when they first come into my class and they cry and they <laughs> scream and they, you, you know, why are you making us write? You know, but usually by the end of the course, they're all accomplished writers and they, they come up and they thank me. Mm. Most of them. Right. So, 
And uh, so I, I put the outline together, but I have to give my wife, Georgia, the credit for the lion's share of the book because she did all the illustrations mm -hmm. and put it into a format of a journal and mm -hmm. sort of a mm -hmm. uh, work-as-you-go-along book. Right, right. And that's what I loved about it. I've actually uh, seen the book, had it in my hands. And uh, it, if you've, if moms, if you've used any of the fun schooling journals, this is um, laid out just like those other journals. And so it's just very, um, it's very clear. It's very straightforward. And, and that is one thing that I noticed. It was just, you could just do one step at a time and it wasn't, it wasn't overwhelming. And so uh, that's one of the things I loved about it. As I opened it up, I thought, boy, this really is doable. Yeah, we uh, have gotten a little feedback from a, a couple other uh, groups. And, and one of the first questions they ask is, how long does it take to do this? What's your timeline and mm -hmm. all this? And, I, and we say, uh, if you notice, that's not in the book. Right. You know, <laughs> we want the kids to work at their own pace, mm. whether it's three weeks or a month or whatever it is to get through the assignment because we want them to be laid back. We want them to learn how to do it enjoyably. Mm, I love you that. You know, not under any kind of pressure from mom or dad or anybody to, to, to meet a standard that the book doesn't require. Right, right. So. And I love that because, and that's what I did notice as I was kind of perusing through the pages is that there was at any point you could just stop. And you could just, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you could just hit the pause button, maybe that was enough for that day. And then you could pick it up the mm -hmm. next day. And I think mm -hmm. that's really, really important. Um, but can you share with us why you think uh, writing is such a challenge for so many students? Uh, a lot of times uh, out, out of the public school, uh, you know, they're, they're not totally given those requirements in today's educational system as they were when I was a kid going through school and so forth, though I did miss out on it. But I think the major thing I did this was for the homeschoolers, mm -hmm. that they don't get that exposure. Right. Uh, in, and, and then they decide to go into their career field or, or, or on to college or whatever, and all of a sudden you're faced with writing. Right. And you got to write reports. you got to do essays. you got to, you know, whatever you're involved in, there's going to be some kind of formal writing. I'm an academic, so most of the people that I work with are in the field where they have to write, especially in biblical studies sure. as I teach. Sure. So uh, I found that uh, the biggest need is for them to have an exposure, a simple way to approach an essay or a research paper. And one of the things that I really wanted to focus on is not only the writing, but the ability to research, mm. to communicate that which you've learned along the way to be able to put into your own words mm -hmm. so that you can not only understand what you have read, but be able to communicate it effectively as well. Right, right. And that's the whole point of, of an essay or mm -hmm. especially of a research paper. Um, exactly. Yeah, that, you're so right. That That is awesome. So I don't know. I I have felt like as I have watched my kids and sort of worked alongside my kids um, when it comes to writing, I, I kind of came to the conclusion that it's more of an art than it is an, a science. Um, I mean, I think there's some like some rules that need to be laid out. Like mm -hmm. I think you share in, in the in the journal, but mm -hmm. would you say that it writing is writing something you can actually teach and and to what extent? 
I, I think that you can teach it if you have a student that is willing to learn mm, yeah. <laughs> to, to do it. And as far as an art goes, as in any art, it takes practice. Right. Like, mm. yeah, my wife is a professional artist and her first paintings, uh, you know, weren't the greatest, but now she's being published, right. you know, but she's been painting for 30 years. I've been writing for 30 mm -hmm. years, so I've developed those skills. Right. So, yeah, I, it, it's something that I think is an art, but it's an art that is developed. Right. Some kids have natural abilities, though. That's true. Yes. I, I am not an artist, so that would be a real <laughs> challenge for me, but I feel like... Mm -hmm. For me, <laughs> writing is art, um, just because mm -hmm. of the way that I like to put things together and and communicate mm -hmm. things. Um, but yeah, it's 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 you do have to have a willing student, and I think so much of that comes back to them being able to write about things they're interested in. Exactly, mm -hmm. that's one of the main points of the book. We give some assignments along the way, but they can modify it any way they want, or the parent, as long as they're writing freely. The Like we start out at the book, a very simple little paragraph of, based on their interests. Just, just start writing. Don't worry about the spelling mm -hmm. or the grammar mm -hmm. and all the rules. Just let that creative juice flow from your mind to your pen or to your keyboard. Right, you know, right. It, it, and nothing to be judged or graded or whatever. It's just between you and your creative ability. Right. And that's what we're starting out with in the book. And as the book progresses, we get a little bit more detailed and a little bit, you know, building upon what they just learned and so forth. And through repetition, uh, they, they start to build that art. Mm -hmm. in both in research and in writing. Mm -hmm. And by the time we get to the end of the book, you know, they're they're writing a 1,250-word research paper with footnotes and things like oh. that, which takes them right into uh, the academic field of writing. And, uh, you know, you can, by the time you get to college, they have uh, thick books on the subject, right, you right. know. And, and, but there's no real instruction on basically how to develop the creativity or, or the art of research and writing. It just tells you what it should look like at the end. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you have to figure the rest out on your own. Exactly. So <laughs> that's why we, we kind of did the book for, for those kids that are in homeschool, mm -hmm. entering into their high school mm -hmm. years and so mm -hmm. forth. So they get that exposure. Right. And that when they get to college, it's not in your face and, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? Right, you know? right, exactly. I know when our son went to college, he, um, writing was just, oh, it was like trying to get him to write anything. He would write a summary. I had him write a summary every day of mm -hmm. whatever he read that day. And I, that was, he mm -hmm. said one of the most helpful things that we did. Um, but he was so focused on math because he wanted to be a software engineer. Mm -hmm. And so, and that really was where he was gifted. So we just kind of limped along. But when he got into yeah. college, um, he started at 16, he did dual enrollment. Right. But his first quarter, um, he aced his, his entrance exam. That was all fine. Mm -hmm. But he got uh, into uh, his first quarter and it was a, it was like a triple threat class. It was like history, English literature, and writing. I can't remember. It was like three just crazy subjects all in one. Mm -hmm. Three different professors asking for kind of like three different things. But at the end of the day, because because one, he was so motivated, he he wanted his he wanted to become a software engineer. He knew that's what he wanted, and he mm -hmm. knew he had to do this in order to 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 accomplish that. 
I think uh, his first grade was a B plus, which I was blown away. I read his paper. Outstanding. He had footnotes. I hadn't taught him footnotes, but oh my goodness, this journal would have been so helpful. It would have been something that would have really given him a leg up. You know, if that's even if that's in addition yeah. to the summaries, if that's all he did before he started college, I really feel like that would have been helpful to him. Of course, he he did great. He survived. But but when he walked into the, the classroom the first day, they said, whatever you learned about writing in high school, just just forget about it because we're going to do something totally different, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. So so to have these basic things that um, just 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 are true across the board, um, mm-hmm. I feel like are just such valuable tools Um for parents and and for the kids, um, but I was going to share a, a quick little story. Um, a mom once told me that her young son, he was about nine years old, uh-huh. he said that writing literally caused him physical pain, and mm-hmm. and that's one thing I've noticed. Out of our eight kids, five are boys, and it seems like mm-hmm. often boys struggle with writing more than girls, or at the very least, they don't seem like they're ready for any kind of formal <laughs> writing as early as girls are. I'm just generally speaking. Um, well. Yeah. So I'm cu- curious, have you noticed a, fair, uh, a f- uh, fairly average uh, age for boys versus girls where they maybe start to want to engage more in the writing process, or is it really still vast and varied? Well, I, I think generally girls are more communicative mm-hmm. than guys. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you add up the number of words that a guy speaks during a day and the number of the words that a girl speaks during the day, there are different social uh, aspects uh, between the sexes and so forth. And I think that reads somewhat into it. Uh, I'm not a child psychologist or uh, <laughs> You know, I'm a professor of theology, so we might be talking a little bit outside my expertise in that area. But I found that in all the classes that I teach, the girls seem to excel a little bit more than the boys and catch on a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think a lot of it has to do with uh, whether it's a topic they're interested in or not? Well, in, in... my classes, they're assigned topics. Okay, okay. Whether they're interested in it Right, or not. so you got to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you got to research it and figure it out. And, you know, uh, you know, there's some that really excel in the process, especially after I go through the process with them, how to research mm-hmm, and write mm-hmm. and suggest books and so forth. And but I, I just found that at the beginning, it's kind of on balance, but by the end of the semester, everybody's kind of hitting on the same cylinder. That's you great. Know, they're, they're, they're doing well. Well, that is so, wonderful. So I was wondering if you could give us some tips on uh, introducing writing in a way that engages kids' interests. Well, that's the number one point, mm-hmm. their interest. Mm-hmm. What are they interested in? And that's where we start within the book, something that they're interested in, because I think that has a lot to do with good writing to begin with. Right. If you're interested in a subject, then you're going to research that subject and you're going to read about it and you're going to collect more information than you're going to write down an essay. Mm-hmm. And so that's the whole learning process that goes into that as well. Right. So, yeah, so uh, I think one of the... First tips would be just write on things that you're interested mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. or use the book and, and follow the guidance in the book because that takes you along 
and allowing the kids to write what they're interested right. in as well, as well as a few assignments that they may not be interested in. Yeah, and that's in. good practice too. You know, I think starting out on the things that they're interested in, but eventually branching off of that into, okay, now we're going to give you, you know, uh, we're going to assign a topic and you're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to push through and and research mm-hmm. it on their own. And, and sometimes <laughs> I think it's, it's uh, fascinating. I've noticed with my kids where when they had to do things like that, all the they de- actually developed an interest in that topic um, just just mm-hmm. because they didn't know that it was going to be an interesting thing to them. So, and those are all fun. Those are fun surprises too, but I like, exactly. yeah, I love the yes. idea of starting, starting with the interest and then, and then moving towards or working towards branching off and, and maybe mm-hmm. assigning a topic. Um, so tell, tell us uh, maybe yeah. some ways that we can encourage pre-writing skills, you know, before they're really ready to start, you know, dumping, pouring out their words on paper. Um, what are some ways that we can encourage pre-writing skills in those younger years? Reading good books, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. reading authors, uh, classics, novels, and, and just observing how they communicate their message, their story, mm-hmm. and that it kind of exposes them to good writing. At So, uh that's one of the suggestions that my wife had made mm-hmm. in, in that area. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, I don't work with younger kids. Right, right. I work mainly with uh, college students and, and some high school kids. So, again, that might be just a little bit out of my expertise sure, in, sure, in that area. Sure. Well, but I say good reading will bring you, which helped me, to have good skills in writing. Right. And so moms, what we would be looking for are, are what we call living books. And there are yes. some really great book lists out there. There's Honey for a Child's Heart. Um, that book has been around since, oh gosh, I think the 80s, but they've they've continued to update it. And it, they recently came out with another updated version of that. So Honey for a Child's Heart, um, The Read Aloud Family also has a really good uh, book list. Um, I know there are more out there, but but you can even Google uh, living books, and there are book lists out there, and and those are so helpful because a lot of times they you know they're broken down into age groups and tell you a little bit about what the story is about, so you can kind of have an idea if your child is actually going to be interested in the story or not, and. Um, so yes, I agree completely. Reading good books is absolutely crucial. That exposure to good writing. Um, I know that one of our daughters said. Um, that she, there were certain authors that she just, they, it, they resonated with her the way that they wrote. And she and she literally felt like she absorbed and picked up on their style of writing simply by reading mm-hmm. their books. Yeah. And so this is why it's important that we do read good books. And I'm just going to throw a, a little bit in there because I'm a mom and, sure. and that's what I do. Absolutely. Um, but I think in those early years, uh, narration is a great great thing to do because what happens is read to your kids yeah so you're reading to them <laughs> but then they're they're uh, repeating back to you um, mm-hmm. the story in their own words and so that's kind of that is a pre-writing skill that you can start before they're even Absolutely. writing uh, letters or anything um, dictation is another thing that we've used and you can dictate you know a paragraph or something when they are writing a paragraph from uh, from a good living book um, because again now they're not just hearing that content they're actually writing it out which is a whole other process and another way to absorb that good writing so uh, those are a couple of things that we used um, that's great so I, th- I I did share that uh, 
our son about that story about our son. Um, yes. So, tell me your thoughts on on that. I mean, do, do they typically say, uh, you know, forget about everything you learned, we're going to do something different, or is that was that just a, a a weird thing that happened in his class? I think that professor was unique. Okay. I think that that professor probably developed his writings or her writing skills the same way I developed mine. Mm. And because you can, uh, a lot of the technical aspects of it and so forth uh, at first are so overwhelming that uh, she wanted or he wanted to make their students relax and say, I'm going to give you these tips. I'm going to give you things that will work for you, that work for me. Mm. Kind of just forget about it. Don't worry about that at this point. And then just communicate. Right, right. right. Get those pros out, you know. <laughs> well, I was laughing because there, there wasn't a whole lot for him to forget. <laughs> we hadn't covered that much. Honestly, I, I was literally, I was sweating bullets when he went in to take his entrance exam. I thought, oh my goodness, this is where it's all going to come out, you know, that I just did not do a very good job. He was our oldest son and the first one to go to college. So uh, we had two girls uh, before him, but he was the oldest of the boys. And uh, so, yeah, I was a nervous wreck. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I, it was amazing to me how he picked up on um, what he needed to do when he was motivated and and, right. and ready to, to move forward. But he still, to this day, he's a software engineer for Amazon. Um, but he, he tells me, I, thank you, I still <laughs> don't like writing. But he tells me now that one of uh-huh. the, the main Thing that he has to do for writing in his career is basically just emails, communicating right. accurately to other people. But again, exactly. those writing skills are going to come in handy for that because mm-hmm. that's what you're walking them through in the journal is you're walking them through how to communicate right. everything that they want to communicate accurately so the other person understands. So, Absolutely. yeah. So uh, I'm... I would love for you to just kind of like give a little bit of an overview of the journal. Um, talk about what age it's, it's it's written for and why you think it could be a tremendous help to homeschool students. Uh, we we kind of focused at the probably the seventh, eighth grade through high school. I don't think it would be really productive for a younger student unless right. they're absolutely gifted, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. they already have these skills semi-developed in it. And uh, so I, I think it would be a perfect thing that could be uh, a carry along in their English studies and things like that to augment them or be a separate course in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, the, the main thing is, is that we want it to be laid back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they don't feel pressure. Just to take it easy, take it at their own time, their own pace, and, and uh, in, in enjoy what they're doing. We start out quite simply. We, uh, we have six assignments, I believe, in the first section and about six or seven assignments in the second section where they go from writing a 3.5 essay to writing a research paper, which really is only a combination of several 3.5 essays. Right, so right, exactly. That's my secret, <laughs> you know, and, and that's what I put into the book. I said, you know, one of the things that I teach uh, the kids, which I brought out in the book too, or my students, is that when you have a writing assignment, don't start at the introduction. 
start at your conclusion. Basically, write down where you want to go mm. and then do it in kind of reverse to, uh, you know, write about what you're interested in first. Don't worry about the order of these things in the draft because they can all be rearranged. If you want to spend a half hour writing on a middle subject of your topic, that's cool. Mm. You know, I do that myself mm -hmm. and, you know, and then I, I arrange it later on uh, because my interest happens to be at that point. Right, right. I want to research this section. I want to get it out before I go to something that might be a little more difficult or complex. And then at the very end, I do the introduction. Now, the way I learned this was that uh, when I was much younger and I had just gotten out of the service and so forth, uh, uh I was going to take a course, a correspondence course through Moody Bible Institute back in the 70s. And I was not a writer, okay? And everything was correspondence. Mm. And I opened the book and the first thing they do is say, uh, give a six-page essay on this topic, right? <laughs> so I just closed the book and quit the program, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, you know, it just didn't work out for oh. me. And, and, and then came out the computer. Mm, <laughs> yes. With the, you know, spell check and all those things that helped me as a dyslexic to get my grammar down and stuff like sure, that. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, grammarly, you know, right. you run your papers through it. And to this day, even though I can write and I do write, I hate it. Mm, that's hilarious. And then you write a journal on writing. Right. <laughs> well, actually, you're probably the perfect person for the job. <laughs> exactly. That's why we kind of put this book together for people like me. You right, know, right. If I would have had this 30 years ago, I would have been a, probably a more accomplished writer. Oh, well, you certainly have a list of um, accomplishments already. So, you know, I think you did well. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so I'm thinking about as these kids are writing, and you mentioned Grammarly, which I absolutely love. Um, I, uh -huh. I tend to look at writing with an editor's perspective mm -hmm. right away. I'm looking mm -hmm. for the punctuation and the grammar, and that was always yeah. my big hang-up when I was correcting the kids' writing and so I love mm -hmm. that you emphasize just go for content first because the the truth right. is if they don't get all of the punctuation and all that stuff, there are helps like Grammarly and things like that. Exactly. So you can relax and focus on the content mm -hmm. because the content is the creativity. A computer cannot create that content. Your child exactly. has to do it. So. Mm -hmm. I love the idea that when when you were inspired on a certain m something in the middle of what you were going to write, you just went for it. And um, mm -hmm. even though it, it it's not necessarily in you know a, a checklist type of order, it, it works mm -hmm. because you're right. You can take things and move them around and put them in a better order. And mm -hmm. um, and so I love that. It's I love that fresh perspective on writing. Um, I think that's so important. That's great. Yeah, for, yeah. It's it's it, 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 as I said. It's a developed skill. It's a developed art. Some kids have a natural ability in the communication mm -hmm. uh, aspect of those things to be able to sit down and be creative. Uh, others like myself uh, couldn't. You know, right. know a prepositional phrase from an adverb, you know. <laughs> oh, well, with that in mind, so, what encouragement can you give to parents who are nervous about teaching their kids to write or they feel inadequate? 
don't hover over them. Let them do what they're going to do. Mm. Uh, you know, don't uh, when when you're looking at the paper, mark what's good, not what they made mistakes in. Mm. And you know, and then they after they're done, you can you know talk about this or that, but not in a, a way of criticizing, but to uplift and say this is what is really really good. But you know, over here you have this issue, and we can work on that later. But I really appreciate mm -hmm. your creative ability and what you have produced from your research, mm -hmm. as well as mm -hmm. what you communicated. And as the you progress through the book, that that principle is still there, but it gets a little bit more. Okay, now you got to look at your grammar. Now you got to look at your footnoting. Now you you know, so it doesn't start out, you know, hitting you like with a brick. Right. You know, it's it, it just takes you mellowly through the process. Mm, I love that. That is wonderful. Uh, and that's you know, and I was listening to the way that you were, uh, the example you were giving of encouragement, and and it reminds me of uh, I heard this years ago. It's like a sandwich. You're going to do some praise, and then maybe a little bit of correction, and then more praise. Mm -hmm. So it's like you right. know, you're sandwiching mm -hmm. that that correction between exactly. between lots of praise and encouragement. So. Mm -hmm. um, I love that. Well, you know, I yeah. I am so appreciative that you wrote this book. And uh, moms, I would really love for you to check out um, this book. W can you tell us where moms can find? Uh, the Learning Tree. Uh, they have a website there, but uh, if they want to get a PDF copy of it uh, or Amazon. Okay. Uh, just put in uh, writing research papers and essays. It's the number one seller right now in that category. So, wow. Congratulations. Uh, we're excited about that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's wonderful. So uh, what we'll do, what I'll do, moms, is I will include links that will take you directly to where you can find uh, the journal. And um, I'll include that in the show notes so it's really easy for you to get to. But Dennis, I am really grateful that you were here today. Thank you for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure anytime, uh, you know. <laughs> Except when you're in what, Peru. <laughs> right. We're thinking about writing a sequel to this. Oh, really? For public speaking. Oh, that's a great idea. So, and the idea is for homeschool groups to get together and and do public speaking. Oh, definitely. Uh, in, in a small group, because that's the next step as well, to be right. able to speak well to convey your thoughts. And so we're, 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 we're kind of milling that around. I've kind of got it on the back burner of my brain. And, and my wife has uh, been thinking about it as well. So how it would, uh, how we would do it, maybe we could do it, uh, kids could do it through Zoomies and even, yeah, you know. Yeah, I love that. Uh, but that would cover mannerism, presentation, you know, and, and the work. So I think that's a great book, idea. This book is the beginning. <laughs> well, I, I vote a thumbs up on your next book for sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for being here. We're going to close in a word of prayer. Lord, we just thank oh, you yes. so much for your goodness to us. Amen. We thank you for the... Uh, wonderful you, resources yeah. that you provide for us as homeschoolers, Lord. We, we thank you for this particular blessing. Um, and I just pray that as moms begin to navigate this school year, Lord, that you would give them wisdom and clear direction, um, that you would give them inspiration. And I pray that kids would be teachable and ready to learn. And, uh, and we do. We just pray a blessing over every family listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, and God bless. Thank you.